Hello, and welcome to the Decipher podcast. This podcast is hosted by William & Mary staff members who are committed to student success. Join experts from around campus as they discuss ways to decipher common college experiences. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Decipher podcast. Today, Lauren and I are going to talk about spring course registration. How is it possible? <laughs> I know, right? Spring 2023. <laughs> oh, I know every time we talk about it, it's hard to even believe we're in the middle of December. Yeah. But, yes. But as we've talked about in prior podcasts, we know it's coming and we're excited to meet everyone. Yep. But time just does not stand still. <laughs> time slips by. And especially for our incoming spring students, it's just such a, a shorter window from when we hear about you and we're excited to meet you to them when you actually get here. Um, so mm -hmm. our, our pace is a little, a little bit uh, quicker it to is. welcome our spring students. It is. So one of the pieces that we're getting a lot of questions about, mm -hmm. I think through from both the STEP side of the house, again, student transition engagement programs, as well as the Office of Undergraduate Academic Affairs and within Arts and Sciences, with it, which is sort of Shelley's domain, is we're getting a lot of questions about academics in terms of course registration yeah. and advising and those sorts of things, because obviously folks want to figure out schedules and they want to know how credits transferred and things of that nature. We've talked previously a little bit about the transfer credit process. Mm -hmm. Monica touched on that with our first um, podcast of this season. Um, so Shelly, this is really, we're going to pick, you're, you're going to get the hot seat. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about registration at William & Mary, especially for new spring semester students. Yes. Um, great question. So the, the first thing I can say is that nothing is going to happen until January. Um, so uh, just know that, that, that everything will happen. It just won't happen in, until January. So uh, William and Mary will be closed for our winter break. Um, we will come back into action on Tuesday, January 3rd. And that is when all of our incoming students will have the opportunity to log into College Studies. College Studies is our online short course, has two parts. The second part is on information literacy and how to, to utilize our library resources. But the first part is all about academic advising. And we start really big picture, what is the liberal arts, all the way to uh, the nuts and bolts of registering for your classes. So you'll get access to all of that information on January 3rd. And then our registration for incoming spring students will take place over two parts. So we'll have your first registration window from January 11th through the 13th. Um, and during that window, our undeclared incoming students can register for up to 11 credit hours. So almost full-time status, but not quite. We want you to get in there, get comfortable with our registration system, put some things on your schedule. And then during orientation, the Monday of uh, our orientation session, you will have the opportunity to meet with your uh, advisors. Um, we have a faculty advisor model. So all of our incoming students are matched with a pre-major faculty advisor. You'll get the chance to meet with them um, on Monday, January 23rd. I think I have that date, right? And then on Tuesday, the 24th, you'll have a window where you can finish your registration. So that morning you can go in, become a full-time student. We just want to make sure that all of our students have had the opportunity to meet with an academic advisor before completing their schedule. So that's why we have it 
uh, split up that way. Later that afternoon on the 24th starts our ad drop period. Um, so as you may be familiar with your prior institution, we have our ad drop window from January 24th until February 3rd. So that's when students kind of get in there, finalize their schedule. Maybe they attend the first class, realize, oh, this isn't quite the right fit, drop something, swap something out. Um, so all that to say is, is you really have three windows to go in and build your schedule and make changes to your schedule. So you'll have that first window, the 11th through the 13th. You'll have that second window, the morning of the 24th, and then the ad drop period, the afternoon of the 24th through February 3rd. So lots of opportunities to get in there and, and finalize your schedule. And so I think the key takeaway from all of that really great information is the fact that students have multiple entry points into the registration system. So mm -hmm. there's no one and done. Correct. Schedules will flex a little bit um, as students learn more about the curriculum, especially during orientation, or as they talk to other students about opportunities or learn about study abroad and maybe semester plans start to shift a little bit. So lots of opportunity for flex, which also means that the student approach maybe is to take a deep breath and to be a little bit more exploratory Yes. Um, in the process. And then what I'm also hearing is that there's lots of folks that are walking alongside students to support them in making good decisions in terms of that first semester's planning. Exactly. Um, peer advisors during college studies, obviously the OAU... O-U-A-A, I always mess up the, that, <laughs> the letters, the O-U-A-A when it comes to um, course selection, pre-major advisors, obviously, and then pre-professional advisors. Yes. If you have a specific sort of post-grad plan like law or health, those, those folks obviously come into play. Mm -hmm. um, part of why those supports are there, and correct me if I'm mistaken, Shelly, is the fact that when you come in mid-semester, um, or you come in sort of mid-track um, within a university experience, sometimes there's a lot of fear mm -hmm. around not being able to get the courses you want or not having things sort of fall in line so that you can graduate on a timetable that works for you, both both in terms of, you know, time and money, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> um, of course. And so how does, th how does that play into, like, how does course access, um, spots in seats, yep. Um, work for spring students specifically? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So we do hold seats for our incoming spring students. And so um, students may notice as they're poking around an open course list um, that there are um, some of those uh, kind of first semester courses um, that they know they need to take are, are listed as closed. And that's because we are holding back seats for incoming students. So if you are perusing um, our, our open course list and, and looking for seat availability, um, you know, prior to, uh, the second week of January, just know that, that things will look different by the time we get to the second week of January, because we are saving seats for our incoming students. So our continuing students will have access to their registration. We'll be continuing to make changes up through that first week of January. And then we kick them out. Um, and then we open up those seats that we had been holding back uh, for you all to see as you prepare to register starting January 11th. Um, so just know that if you see a lot of things that are closed and are concerned, know that that's part of the reason why we are holding seats back um, for students. Um, 
as Lauren mentioned as well, there are multiple folks that will also be working with you through January. So we have peer advisors that walk you through college studies, again, that online short course to prepare you for registration. Um, you'll meet with your uh, pre-major faculty advisor as part of orientation. You'll also meet with folks from the Office of Undergraduate Academic Affairs as part of orientation. I'll be at orientation. Um, so just know that you'll have lots of opportunities to engage with uh, academic advisors throughout January. Um, so we wanna make sure that that's uh, built into that as well as so you'll have lots of opportunities to, to work with advisors to help you. Yeah. And I can understand, um, we have all of these networks and folks and places in like set mm -hmm. um, and we completely understand that it feels like such a really tight turnaround between admission to deposit yeah. to making the magic happen. And so if at any point in time, we just reiterate that if at any point in time you have questions or you have concerns, reach out. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, university will be on winter break um, during those time times and dates that Shelly mentioned. Um, but send an email, um, leave a voicemail, right? Mm -hmm. Let us know yep. that you've reached out yep. so that when folks return to the office that first week of January, we can get back in touch with you as soon as possible. Um, it never hurts to ask um, or to make the outreach and always happy to chat um, if there's anything that pops up or comes up. Exactly. Um, communication is really key, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can only anticipate what we know about. And so again, this goes back to the, the expectations um, and just making sure that we're we're sort of entering, entering this period of transition, um, assuming, assuming good, good things, right? Exactly. Um, and staying open and positive and open to opportunities. Um, and I think that's really hard. I'm just going to go down the tangent of, for our supporters who might be listening, fa parents, family, mm -hmm. friends, significant others, like it's really hard um, to hear your students sometimes be a little bit anxious about course scheduling or yeah. timing. And it's just good to remind them that um, with every every new place or space or transition comes new opportunity. And that um, sometimes, sometimes not having things so concrete and set can be good for us to evaluate what we prioritize and what we value, right? Mm -hmm. um, and to trust the system on some level, right? I'm not saying tr implicitly trust the system, <laughs> but trust that we have your students' best interest at heart as we've scaled and scaffolded these programs. Um, and there is intentionality mm -hmm. behind the way that we do things, as I hope you're hearing as we work through these podcasts. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. And I think it's a little, like all good things, there's there are some nerves because we all care. Right? Of course, of That's course. Like, I had a student tell me that they were having butterflies or they yeah. were feeling nervous yeah. about just the end of the semester and returning. And what does it mean to be a second semester new student versus a first yep. semester? And we had to, we talked through the fact that it means that you care and that you feel a connection to this place. And you're recognizing that things are changing mm -hmm. in terms of dynamics of relationships and things of that nature. And so it's really exciting to just be a journey to journey alongside students mm -hmm. as they figure out who they are, who they want to be, and how William & Mary can help get them to be there next year, the year after that, or even at the time of graduation, or even as a young alum, right? Exactly, exactly. 
it's a full fledged <laughs> process. Exactly. And Shelly, I know you and I talk a lot about how we don't even know what we want to be when we grow up. So. No, I have no idea. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> it is a mystery. But no, Shelly, I appreciate, appreciate your influence and your guidance in this process. Um, is there any one particular takeaway that you'd like to share for incoming spring students and families to be aware of? Yeah, I think, you know, the if, if nothing else from this conversation, just know that on January 3rd, you will receive an email in your William and Mary inbox from one of our peer advisors inviting you to start college studies and start exploring that process. So if nothing else, just know January 3rd, you'll get an email from one of our, um, our students uh, to welcome you to college studies and to, to guide you through that process. Um, so just keep that in the back of your mind. And if along the way something comes up, uh, please reach out to the Office of Undergraduate Academic Affairs. Um, they can be reached at academicaffairs at wm.edu. Um, so, so just know that, again, there are multiple layers of support, and we're so excited to welcome you and bring you into the William & Mary community. So thanks so much, Lauren, for being willing to chat with me about all things registration today. <laughs> of course. Happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>